0: I want to take you on a journey and a revelation all about the name of God. The other month, um, I went to see this uh, man, a pastor, and his son, who was the associate uh, pastor. And I was talking to him, and he said to me, You've probably heard that people think that we're uh, off key, we're heretics. So I said, well, I had not heard about you. I said, but it's very interesting uh, that that we've met now. I said, because he'd been around a long time. Our paths hadn't crossed. And I said, so tell me, why had people begun to disassociate from you? And he said, well, he said, to put it simply, it's because we baptize in the name of Jesus. And I said, stop there. I said, we've been doing this for 50 years. I said, it was one of the great revelations that God gave me. And he was all ready to give his defense. And uh, I started telling him and his son, he kept interrupting and he's saying, Do you, Have you really <laughs> baptized in the name of Jesus? I said, I'm telling you the total truth. God is my judge. It is the power of the name of Jesus. It's the only mode of baptism that is actually practiced according to Scripture in the Acts of the Apostles. And the conversation just went on like that. And it was just like a sort of a great load fell off them. And they kept saying to me, well, tell us more. And I felt at that time that the Lord was saying to me as well that there are people here who don't understand why this is just so important. And I planned or hope to speak just either at the baptism or just before. But there's been reasons why the baptism has been postponed. But these baptisms are going to be amazing when they happen. There's going to be a few more people as well. We're going to hear, don't have to spoil any thunder here, but how someone can not understand about speaking in tongues and come out of a very bad coma speaking in tongues and also be given a name which they didn't understand a word. Shalom. Hallelujah. Is God a speaking God? He's speaking in Iran. He's speaking in Egypt. He's speaking here in Liverpool. Hallelujah. And you know, we don't have to be dictated to by this world. We need to be led by the Spirit of God. And one of the reasons that I'm a believer is because I totally and utterly, I do believe, had a revelation of the name of Jesus, but also had a great revelation that the Bible is the Word of God. Now, if that is true, and the Bible says, Thus says the Lord, Ko amor Adonai. Thus says the Lord. Who's speaking? God is speaking, and if you want to know what God is saying, get into the word of God, because he doesn't say it once or twice. You count up how many times it says, thus says the Lord. God speaks about issues, which today, if you speak out about them, you, you will be in trouble. But of course, whatever we do, whatever we speak about, we should speak in love, always, because that God is love. And I want to speak and share with you about the name of God. And um, I want to quote from some people because God is moving, as I said, all over the world, but he's moving amongst all sorts of people. Now, sadly, the biggest obstacles to faith and belief in the Bible come from so called Christians and colleges. And I know I've been there, and it's shocking. I don't know why these people even embrace Christianity and say that they're Christians, but that's between them and God. But there was a, a theologian by the name of Karl Barth. And Karl Barth changed drastically. He's quite a liberal thinker and so on. And we're, we're going back now about 80, uh, 90 years ago. And he radically changed. And he began to really embrace the word of God as never before. And he was a highly clever uh, philosopher and theologian. Can you show the first slide, slide, John? No, not that one. We sung that one. (laughs) And Karl Barth, he said this. He wrote about the strange new world of the Bible. And that's always stayed with me. The strange new world of the Bible. Because the number of times people have said to me over the years, oh, I've read the Bible. And you just ask them a simple question and you soon find they haven't read the Bible. They might know one or two verses or something. But actually, you don't read the Bible. The Bible reads you. And it's not just those surface words. You've got to start digging. And it's only when you dig and you dig through prayer and worship and these are those red lines, never go away f- from that. Two or three gathered together in his name, he's there. And so we must always be Bible orientated because this is the speaking, living God. And I want to talk about the name of God. And it is important for us to consider, first of all, when you see the word God or Lord or Jesus. Or Adonai in the Bible. There's all these sorts of names, aren't there? And of course, it gets a bit confusing. Or you may say, well, why don't they just use one name? And I want to show you the power of the one name. So we're going to ask ourselves, with the names of God, is it a title? Is it a name? Is it a description of the divine creator? In the Tanakh, which is the Old Testament, there are three three important, there's more actually, but these are the three main important names of deity. First one is simply L-E-L. Now, that occurs 238 times in the Bible. Took me a long time to count this. (laughs) And then there was even more because uh, that name is used particularly in the book of Job, and it's used in the widest sense. So it's just descriptive. Um, and from this word El, it's usually, there's usually a compound put on it. You've heard of El Shaddai, God Almighty, and so on. But El is one of the names or one of the titles of God. And then Elohim. Now, that was the first name that was used of God. And Elohim In Genesis chapter 1, the first chapters, it says about it "It was Elohim who created the heavens and the earth. But notice this, when it ends in I-N, it's a plural word. Now that's right, isn't it, Colin? Colin's been studying his Hebrew, you see, so I'm being checked on all mine as well. So that's a a for 2,245 times. That took me longer. But notice it's a plural ending, but it is actually a singular noun. Now, don't switch off. Stay with me, and you'll get there in the end. So, in the beginning, God. Plural, but singular. Who is God? Who do we believe is God? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right there at the beginning, and I have some very good uh, debates with my Jewish friends about Genesis, Elohim, and Genesis 1. But then, the most common used name of God is Yahweh, and that occurs over 5,000 times. Now, it was first used in Genesis, and that is important. Elohim was the very first name. But then we come to Yahweh, still in Genesis. Let's move on. And here's an example of all three of them in Deuteronomy five, verse nine. I, the Lord, and that is Yahweh, thy God, Elohim, am a jealous God, El. Now, are we saying that there's three gods? Of course not but the three descriptions or two descriptions and one name of God. Keep it on the back burner. Let's go to the next one. Yahweh, which is usually translated Lord, if you look in your Bibles, and I hope you do, you'll see all the letters are capitals. Now, where that's the case, that is uh, the name Yahweh. However, in the original Hebrew, there are no vowels. In fact, they don't even put the name Yahweh in in the Hebrew Bible. Yahweh is called a tetragrammaton. Don't worry about that. just means four sacred letters. These are the four sacred letters. Y are translated Y-H-W-H. Okay, let's move on. Because the name Yahweh was considered too sacred to pronounce, the Jews... Use the name Adonai. So if you hear a a Jew doing a reading, they will not use uh, Yahweh ever. They'd be insulted if you did it in front of them. Uh, So they would use the word Adonai or Lord. So if you're talking to a Jew, you can call Yahweh Adonai or Lord. Mm. Now this is very interesting. As time passed, the vowels in Adonai were added to the four sacred letters, and uh, the vowels were taken from this word Adonai, and they were put into Yahweh, and so that's where the pronunciation came from, because they didn't put vowels in, because they didn't want it to be pronounced, and when the new word was translated into English, your translations, that's where we get the word Jehovah from, okay, so this this is your little lesson before we get into the rest of the stuff. Next one. God, and I've put his name, the title Elohim, said to Moses, this is in Exodus, which I hope you know. Please read it if you haven't read it before in chapter 3. God said, I am who I am. God said, I am who I am. And in Hebrew, that is... Um, Yahweh and then he says this and this is very important I believe this is my name for how long forever, forever. how long's forever? forever forever my memorial name this is God's name now keep that in mind we're talking about the name of Jesus but God said this is his memorial name for all generations okay let's move on so Yahweh as I mentioned before is in Genesis it was not a new name but now what the Lord was revealing was a new inner meaning now God is always after us going deeper that's so much about it so it's not just a name you've got to understand what that name means inside and it's Everything that he is, he was, and he will be. That's why he said, I am that I am. So today you might need courage. I am your rock. I am your fortress. Today you might have to fight battles, spiritual battles. I am the Lord who strengthened you. In John's gospel, Jesus claimed to be I am. Many times, seven times. I am the light of the world. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and the life, and so on. So this word I am," this Yahweh word, is very important. And uh, a scholar by the name of Martin Buber, he said it can also be translated, "And I will be what I will be." I like that. Today and here, you're unique. you're an individual. And you want God to be something to you, otherwise you wouldn't have come. Well, now he will be what he will be. But you need to open your heart up to him. He's knocking. He's at the door and knocking. And he wants you to open up to receive the revelation of who he is and what he wants you to be. Next one, please. Now, this was a quote again by another scholar, which when I read, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Manley. Thank you, Professor Manley, for confirming what I believe the Lord has shown me. Strictly speaking, Yahweh is the only name of God, right? This is a he- Hebraic scholar who writes this. The others are all descriptions or titles. Now, we haven't got time to go into all of that, but you will see as this goes on. That that was a bit quick there, Joe. I hadn't finished, thanks. <laughs> um you want me to get a move on you? <laughs> <laughs> so they're only descriptions or titles, but there is one name, this memorial name of God. Okay, now let's move on. You shall call his name Jesus. It doesn't say you shall call his name Yahweh. For he shall save his people from their sins. Now, I hope you know that. You'll be singing about it soon enough. But uh, Matthew chapter 1, that is, of course. So the English name of Jesus comes from the Greek, Jesus, and then through the Latin, and then into the English. So Jesus, the name Jesus, when you read that in your Bible, it's done a lot of uh, shifting in its letters and uh, speech and so on. That's why when people... Uh, say to you, oh, this is the only true version. It used to be a big battle about the AV and saying this is the only true word of God. Well, anyway, that's another story. Except, except that we are today saying, why does God say that we need to honor always the name of Jesus? And the last point on that one, but in Israel, growing up, Jesus would have been called Yeshua. Which is very similar to Joshua, very similar, and that's why uh, actually it's sometimes confused. Certainly, in some translations, AV mistranslated it. Anyway, um, let's go to the next one. So, a summary: This means that the true memorial name of God is a holy name, Yahweh. It's pronounced as Yahweh, Lord Adonai. Or Jehovah. You see those names? That is God's memorial name for all generations. Okay, so that's just a bit of background for you. Uh, your assignment this week is... Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Next one, please. Now, Yeshua is a contraction of two words. Yehu. Now, Here's another one. I promise this is the last one I'll say. Theophoric word. Okay. Now, this is important theophoric. That that means it embeds or carries the name of God. Now, uh, I said before about El and Elohim. So, Michael, or all names in the Bible, Joel, Gabriel, right? Now, I use this one because it be a bit easier than the, and too long to go into all the. Um, Theophoric Yahweh names. But El, see the names of God embedded, embedded in Yehu. And then Shoah. Now what does Shoah mean in Hebrew? It means it's a cry of help. So what does Jesus' name mean? God save me. Literally it means God help me. God rescue me. You are my savior. I call out your holy name. Yes, sure. Let's look at the next one. Jesus said, I'm come in my Father's name. So the name that he had, had the Father's name in it. Theophoric. The Holy Spirit will be sent by the Father in what? In my name. The Father, the Spirit, and then the Son. If you ask anything... In my name, Yeshua, I will do it. Let's go to the next one. Now, keep this in mind, because this is very important when we look at baptism. Go and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, you know that's scripture. But let me ask you, is father a name? No, it's a title, son. You know, you're a father, you're a son. It's not your name. And spirit, we know that uh, the spirit uh, is only named as the ruach, as the breath of God. So what is the name? What is this name that people should be baptized in, healed in, delivered in, do everything in, well, it's the wonderful name of Yeshua. Yahoo. And Shua. Sure, God save me. God help me. God deliver me. So when we're speaking or praying out the name of Jesus, a friend of mine many years ago was walking home down a lonely place, crossed the field, and there were just a gang of yobs coming towards him. They picked up bricks. He didn't know what to do. But he knew he had enough sense to cry out, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, God help me, God save me. He said, it was just amazing to see. He rang me up right away afterwards. He said, he just walked right through the midst. He'll put the bricks down, didn't even insult him or anything else. You have a name like no other name, hallelujah. And it is the name of God. It's the revealed name of God, Yeshua. Let's go on. Jesus. And by the way, unlike some people, I've got no problems at all. If that's how it's come out in our English, Jesus, we will use that wonderful name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But if you use the name Yeshua, that's fine. That is as Jesus would have been called. Jesus said to them in John chapter 6, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Now, can anyone remember what happened after Jesus said that? Ah, oh, that's further on. All <laughs> right. Uh, what? Anyone remember what happened? It says, they correct. They picked up stones. Now, Jesus had said, before Abraham was, I am. And they picked up stones like this little incident I told you. Why? You see, because they said, you've blasphemed, making yourself God. He is called Yahweh. <laughs> He's called on the name of God. He said he is the name of God. When you've met with Jesus, you've met with God. Hallelujah. Let's go on to the next one. Now, I could have done healing or anything, but I'm looking forward to these baptisms. And this is so important. I, I, well, I certainly feel this. Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of who? Who? Every single person who was baptised, in this instant in Acts chapter 2, they had to be baptised in the wonderful name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. Let's look at the next example, the bottom one there. And by the name of Jesus, Yeshua, does this man stand whole. So there was a miracle. Could have put plenty more in. Just put that one. Next one. That signs and wonders... May be done by what? By the name of thy holy child, Jesus, Yeshua. So, again, this emphasis on the name, it was so integral to the belief of the early church. There is such power in it. And then the story in Acts chapter 8: Philip uh, meets the eunuch and he's preaching to him and showing him. Jesus from the scriptures, you might well have done some of these scriptures here about the memorial name of God. And it says he preached concerning what? The name of Jesus Christ. Now, it doesn't say all about what Jesus did. I wonder why this revelation had to be on the power of the name. Well, I believe it's because it is God's representation on this earth, God with us. God's made the journey to earth. Every other religion seeks a way to try and find God. God in his grace and his mercy, as was prayed before earlier. God's visited us. Emmanuel, God with us, hallelujah. You shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Let's look at the next examples that I've put there. In Acts chapter 8, just after this uh Encounter, it says they were baptized in the name of Jesus. And then in Acts chapter 10, he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord, and the Lord is uh, Jesus. Let's go on. Let's see the next one. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, do you see, do you remember, go back to uh, Matthew 28, where it says, go and baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Why is there not one reference to that in the actual Acts of Baptism, according to the Acts of the Apostles? Well, I'll tell you why. Because they knew that when they went forth to represent the Father, Son, and Spirit, they would use the name of Jesus. I remember once I went through similar scriptures, uh with this group of jehovah witnesses and um i said i said to them uh you know do you believe in baptism oh yes we do okay uh and what then do you baptize in And she said what do you mean well what, what name do you baptize in and they said well it's says father son and spirit i said that's not a name just as i said to you that's a title what was the name and I said, Well, show us what you mean. So we went through scriptures like these. And at the end of it, I said to him, hmm, If this person isn't God, if he's only uh, an archangel or a lesser being than God, which is the doctrine, I said, Why on earth would they baptize in the name of an angel or a lesser one? But they were all baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Glory to God. There's power. In the name of Jesus. And this was taught about the name of Jesus. You should have been taught about the name of Jesus. And certainly for those being baptized. Uh, Let's go on to the next one. If I put any more in there. Right. In Colossians. I think that was on the sheet. Whatever you do. In word or deed. Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. (laughs) Why doesn't it say uh, do it all in the name of El or Elohim? Or even Yahweh because it's all represented in this wonderful person, our great God man, Jesus Christ what a wonderful saviour the memorial name of God Father, Son and Holy Spirit is Jesus because another one there Joel is that it? Okay, I thought I'd just put those last two up. So this is the name that is above every name. This is the name by which you need to be saved. And when we get saved, there's the initial conversion coming out of the kingdom of darkness. As Rob was praying in the prayer meeting, the realm of darkness into the realm of light. And of course, that's vital. But we need to be saved all the time. He's our deliverer. Praise the name of Jesus. He's our rock. He's our fortress. He's our deliverer. In him will I trust. Can we sing that? Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. He's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. In him will I trust. Praise the name of Jesus. Oh, you're very good. Nearly as good as the worship team. They're fantastic today. Weren't they? Let's stand and sing that again. And we're just going to ask the Lord Jesus Christ just to come and visit us in a wonderful, wonderful way. Are we going to do it acapella? Take your breath, get your note. Hallelujah. There's power, wonderful, wonderful power in the name of Jesus Christ. If you forget everything else, just remember, it's the name of Jesus that you need. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Praise your holy name. Praise the name of Jesus. wonderful man
0: Just going to pray for people in the name of Jesus. And I want to take you back to that picture that I had of that person walking down the road to Emmaus and didn't really understand what was going on, disappointed and hurt. And yet there was one who wanted to come alongside and is alongside. And we want to pray that your eyes are opened to see that God is with you. Emmanuel, Jesus Christ is Lord. So quickly, because I believe this is for a few people, just come out so we can just pray in the wonderful name of Jesus for you on your journey through life that God will be with you in mighty, wonderful ways as the worship team too, Thank you, Jesus. Praise your